very warm welcome to all of you for our God Minute Breaking Open the Word this Sunday. I hope it's beautiful for you. And I put the gospel, as always, in the notes section of the app. And also, there's no video because I'm on the road. So it's just audio um, today. So anyway, let me start by asking this, a deep and thoughtful, provoking question to begin our reflection today. If you were at a Michelin-starred restaurant, one of those high-class, expensive places having dinner, and midway through the meal, you glance over across the dining room and you see someone famous, a a movie star, let's say Tom Cruise, which, by the way, Mission Impossible, the latest one that just came out, awesome. Go see it. Anyway, so Tom Cruise is over there having dinner. Would you go over and get a picture with him or his autograph or something like that? Now, you'd first have to make sure it's really him because he'd probably be incognito, you know, wearing sunglasses and a funky hat to conceal his identity. But once you were sure it was him for sure, would you go over or, or at least, would you think about it? Of course you would. <laughs> of course you would. We're fascinated by celebrities, which is why they're forced to hide, you know, or conceal themselves when they're out in public. People hoard them. How awful. In fact, People Magazine, every month has, a, uh, I'm told this, People Magazine every month has a section of just that, pictures of celebrities in like mustaches and sunglasses, concealing themselves, walking their dog or sunbathing or something on their yacht. And it's called Exposed. (laughs) You get to see them in their real life. Oh, God, how awful would that be? Can you imagine? I mean... You know, like you couldn't run to Walgreens to get your prescription. You know, you couldn't stop at Starbucks for a Frappuccino because everyone would stare or approach you or whatever. And I guess that's the downside of making $20 million a year. I don't know. But just for the record, I would not have gone over to the other side of the dining room. But I would surreptitiously get my iPhone out, zoom in on the camera and try and snap a picture of him without him knowing. I know, that's embarrassing. But folks, being famous, you know, it has its rewards, no doubt. But it also comes at a price that I'm not sure I'd be willing to pay. I mean, everybody everywhere knows you, and there's no anonymity. It's almost like being a prisoner. And while Jesus was not a movie star or supermodel, but he was most definitely very well known and a quote-unquote celebrity in his own right, the people heard him speak and they were taken by him. They saw the miracles he did and flocked to him as if some kind of wizard or Well, God. And yeah, 
Unlike Tom Cruise, I would definitely rush over to the far side of the restaurant to get a picture with Jesus. Or just simply to touch him. Which brings me back to my point. How awful would that be for that person? Poor Jesus. Because you know, if they made those Groucho Marx sunglasses, you know, with the mustache and the whatever, you know he would have definitely worn them from time to time. And that's, that's why my heart kind of broke for Jesus today in this gospel. Hope you read it in the notes section. Let me read the opening lines again. On that day, Jesus went out of the house and sat down by the sea. Such large crowds gathered around him that he got into a boat and sat down. And the whole crowd stood along the shore. He couldn't get away. No matter where he went, he just couldn't. He couldn't just sit by the lake, listening to the crickets and watching the birds soar against a blue sky, to just think or relax, to maybe recenter himself and find the balance, something we all need from time to time. Because like celebrities at a restaurant, people saw him and they came over, lots and lots of people. So what does Jesus do in this section? He finds a boat and goes out into the middle of the lake where they can't snap a picture or get his autograph or touch him. But interestingly, the people, once he's out in the middle of the water in the boat, they don't realize their defeat and just walk away. They stand by the thousands at the lake shore just watching him, just wanting to be in his presence and gaze upon him. Like a sunflower turned to the sun, they want to simply absorb whatever they can from what they know can give them blessing and, well, make them beautiful. And as the gospel continues, that's exactly what he does for them. Just recently, I was on a bike ride and passed a field of sunflowers. They were in full bloom below a blue sky and the blazing sun. And they were all turned like people on a beach, you know, just facing the sun. But what struck me this time, I've seen it before, but this time it it really hit me. It was the realization that all these sunflowers, they were not only turned and facing the sun, but stretching towards it, straining as if to reach out and touch the sun. You know how a big sunflower towards the top where the flower is is bent over like a like a shepherd's staff because of the weight of the flower? Well, here in this field, 
at the noon of the day, there was no bend. They were all straight as rulers, all six feet of that stem from ground to flower was stiff as a number two pencil. It was, I don't know, it, it was as if the sun itself was drawing them, pulling them towards itself. Like the people crowded on that lakeside, they were also reaching for something. There was something in them that couldn't not stay or to see and hear and bask in the presence of who they knew was the Son of God before them, despite the distance out in the boat. And friend, here's my question. If you were that one of the people in that crowd on that lakeside, would you have stayed? Would your desire and the love of the Lord compel you to just stand there before him and kind of just, I don't know, rest in his presence as long as you could? Or would you look at your iPhone and it's like, oh man, I'm it's getting late, I better go. He's out in the middle of the lake. This was a bust. <laughs> because unlike those people 2,000 years ago on that lakeside, we have that same opportunity every day when we come before Jesus at the sacrifice of the Mass. Not just to be in his presence, but to receive him within us, to hold him and share in his life. We can sit or or kneel with him in adoration and like the flowers in that field, receive his blessing and the warmth of his comfort, not by anything we do, but simply because we're there before him. So here's my question as we end. Are you a shepherd's staff? Are you bent? Or are you a pencil? Does your life stretch towards Jesus? Does your spirit long for him? Or have the clouds of doubt set in? Have, I don't know, the storms of life hidden the Son of God? Have you gotten too comfortable in your routines? Well, the good news (laughs) is that However thick the cloud cover in your life or dark the storms, the sun of God is always shining. The promise of life and blessing will never diminish. We just have to be there, making time 
for him standing expectantly in the field or waiting patiently on the lake shore or in the chapel or in the church for the clouds to blow over and the clear skies come. May this God bless you now. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Thanks for joining me, friends. Hope you have a beautiful day. We'll see you tomorrow.